Good morning. It's February 17th, a rainy, still warm morning in New York. This is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. A judge in Georgia released something or other, a portion of a grand jury report investigating Donald Trump's post-election shenanigans in Georgia. As always, the contours of any sort of liability or accountability for Donald Trump are vague, lumpy forms inside an opaque bag. The only even partial specifics are that the grand jurors apparently believed that they had been perjured to or perjured at by some witnesses, but who those witnesses were is not included in the released portion of the report, nor is there any explanation of what other criminal charges the grand jury may have been looking at, which would have led to the perjury. In less inscrutable legal news, Dominion Voting Systems and Fox News filed their dueling motions for summary judgment in Dominion's lawsuit against Fox for repeatedly broadcasting false conspiracy claims about Dominion and its voting machines as part of the response to the 2020 election. Dominion's filing includes lots of private communications among Fox personalities and executives in which they make it clear that they believe that the claims of election theft and fraud that they were frantically broadcasting for so long had no merit and were nonsense. They believe Rudy Giuliani is insane. They were afraid of Donald Trump and his power to destroy them and would say whatever they could to get through that. One of the highlights people are noticing is an email from Rupert Murdoch in which he says that the network should concentrate on Georgia, helping any way we can, referring to Fox's partisan desire to try to make sure that Republicans could win the Georgia Senate runoffs, which they did not win. But the earlier part of that sentence from Murdoch is interesting in its own right. It is him telling the CEO of Fox News, Trump will concede eventually. This is an email of November 16th. The boss, the number one shot caller at the cable news network that has done as much as it possibly can to put Republicans and Donald Trump in power, was completely childishly wrong about the most basic facts about the forces that he was playing with. Trump will concede eventually, said the man who runs a news network. Also yesterday, Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman checked into Walter Reed Hospital to be treated for clinical depression, possibly as a result of the serious stroke that he suffered on the campaign trail last year. The Times paired the jump of that front page story with an inside story about Joe Biden passing his physical with flying colors. When the White House physician saying that Joe Biden is fit to successfully execute the duties of the presidency. Later on, this story says, administration officials and others who meet with him privately say he asks pointed, relevant questions and engages in lengthy, sometimes highly detailed discussions about the policy challenges facing the country. Boy, that takes me back to the Reagan era. What does it feel like to be an anonymous White House source hearing those words coming out of your own mouth? The story goes on to mention that Nikki Haley, in announcing her run for president, called for all candidates who are 75 and older to take a cognitive assessment. Just come on, who's going to administer it? Who's going to interpret it? Where were you when the president you worked for was releasing blatantly made up nonsense in the name of his doctors? Nikki Haley needs a cognitive assessment on whoever came up with this as a campaign stunt. Then speaking of assessments of mental functioning, the Times gave the top splash image on the front page, three columns wide, to a partial transcript of columnist Kevin Roos's talk with Microsoft's Bing chatbot in which it told him that it loved him and said a bunch of creepy stuff, all of which is 
what you would expect a mechanical chatbot to come up with if you tried to have a creepy conversation with it and if it had been exposed to the copious literature of people imagining what a creepy conversation with a machine would sound like. I'm not sure it's front page news. That is our world today. The rain is still pattering down. Stay dry. Stay safe. We are going to celebrate President's Day here at Indignity, and we will talk to you again on Tuesday.